Good morning. Imagine, if you will, Mac, Ella, Joe, and Zach answering questions about their favorite spooky movies. Join us now on The Question Crunch. One of the hardest questions that I that I hear whenever I tell anyone I'm a big horror fan, I love scary movies, is what's your favorite scary movie? I can't really answer that question ever because I feel like horror movies and scary movies, I'm going to say scary movies because a lot of times horror movies just sounds like horror whenever I say it, like it blurs and I'm like, nah, scary movies, spooky movies. Uh, that gets, it's, it, it feels like it's kind of intimate because it depends on my mood. How does everyone else feel about that question? I think for me, it's mostly about what they're looking to get out of that question. Are you looking for a recommendation of something that will make you want to shit your shorts? Or are you looking for what I personally love as something in the horror genre? Because my favorite movie of all time and in the horror genre is the 1941 Wolfman, which by today's standards is not scary. So I'm not going to recommend it to someone who's looking for something super spoopy. But if they're asking like, what, no, personally, what's your favorite? That's going to be my favorite. Ella, if we're going to go down like the Brady Bunch thing. <laughs> my line. All right. Um, yeah, I it's it's funny. I've, I'm I'm a more recent horror fan like I've only within the past few years started getting into like horror movies like I've always loved Halloween as a as a holiday but like horror is it's much more new to me so when people ask me I it's hard for me to 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 say as well because like I I don't like a lot of really hardcore scary stuff I like I, it has to have some sort of like comedy element to it for me. Um, it has to be, I, it almost has to be to the point where it's like, it's not, it's, it's not scary because I can't take it seriously enough or it doesn't immerse me enough to make me scared. Like I can't, I can't do it unless it's, it's, there's has to be some other element to it. So when, when people ask me what my favorite horror movie is, I, I don't really have an answer if they say, if it's a scary movie, then I have an answer, I think, which would probably at this point be trick or treat. That's a good call. Yeah, I'm 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 really, really big into the anthologies uh, right yeah, now. Trick or treat, Chillerama, Tales of Halloween. There's uh, I want to watch the Guillermo del Toro one that's coming mm -hmm. up. And then there's there's one I heard about called Bad Candy that I think is also an anthology mm -hmm. that I want to watch. Um, I don't know much about it, but I I heard about that recently it's been out for a couple of years and i've been meaning to watch it so does anyone That's know what bad candy is i've it's heard about it but i haven't actually gotten to see it yet yeah it's you were saying something Zach? no i was agreeing yeah no i've heard about it i haven't um i haven't you know something you want to explore but I haven't, i've heard about it because mm. i'm also a big fan of anthologies and i'm like oh yeah me on. too so, Joe, do you know about Bad Candy? Because if we all... I, I do not. And that's that's interesting to me, too, because anthologies are like my go-to type of horror movie, just, you know, for the the variety. Uh, I have not heard of Bad Candy at all. I believe the company that made it is called Dread Presents. At least that's what I remember their thing on Instagram being. Um, so, yeah, that's because that's how I found out about it was I was just looking for a bunch of like horror Halloween accounts to follow and that one came up and then bad candy has its own Instagram account as well that I follow. And I just have been meaning to watch it. I want to say, I think it's on Amazon prime. If I'm, if Already I'm correct. Cool. So. I'm definitely going to check this out because uh, oh, yeah, I was sure. hoping, I was hoping if someone knew about bad candy, they can give me a little more, but no, that's fine. That's fine. All I need to know is anthology scary. Cool. Done. All right. I'll <laughs> find it. I'll find it this year. Yep. And we'll all we'll all check back in with each other and give our, uh, our yeah. reviews. I look forward to that. Now, Ella, have you seen uh, the uh, Abbott and Costello horror movies, the Meet the Monsters movies? No, and I've been it's been on my list to do for years, and I still haven't done it. And I'm so mad at myself. I keep saying this is the year I'm going to sit down and I'm going to marathon them all, and then I never do. <laughs> As someone who digs 
spooky and comedy, you might want to give it a shot. I like mm-hmm. that with the Salt and the Monsters. Yeah. Uh, Zachary, how, how about you? What's uh, is is asking the question? What's your favorite scary movie? Is that an easy answer? Uh, an easy question to answer? No, I would say mostly just like everyone else. Um, although I am quite partial to uh, what Ella said, uh, Trick or Treat. Um, I think that's extremely well done. And then also, uh, you know, hearing word of, um, of the, the, the second. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm super excited. Oh, nice. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, so I'm super excited to hear and see um, a little bit more about that. But it kind of changes, like, you know, every year, you know, there's always something new that comes out that I'm just like, oh, I can't wait to see that, you know, or, or you know, see what that's about. So, you know, it's kind of, it kind of changes, I guess, per year. <laughs> see, and that's another thing is the change, the, the, the idea that they keep adding other, there's always going to be more movies. And so it's really hard for me to pick one that is my favorite. Because a lot of times, right. one of, a, a new one might, scratch an itch I didn't even know I had <laughs> right uh, Joe exactly. you? <laughs> um, I mean like everybody else I've been asked that question who knows how many times and you know if you gave me a genre or a subgenre, I could give you a hundred different answers depending on which subgenre you put that in but I had to decide a long time ago that I had to have one answer so I, I've always I always say uh, return of the living dead be basically because I can watch mm-hmm. that movie anytime, day or night, any time of the year. It doesn't have to be Halloween. It doesn't have to be anything special. I can watch it beginning to end. I can start in the middle and watch the rest. I can start in the, at the beginning and watch till the middle. I never get tired of that movie. So that's just been my go-to answer just so that I have an answer. Now that's the one with the punks in the graveyard. Yes. Yeah. Okay, just yeah. making sure because I just watched it and I couldn't remember if that was the title. That's a fucking fun film. I yeah, it's, always it's, it's enjoy a good that one. film. Yeah, I like that one. Um, yeah, I had a horror trivia group, and our horror trivia group's uh, name was Rabid Weasels from that movie. <laughs> That's perfect. That's great. Everything is so fun about that movie. I'm just, I'm even right now cycling through the scene where they. Oh go yeah, to- it's got a great soundtrack. It was, it was actually the very first movie where zombies craved brains instead of just flesh. You know, it was the first time they had any kind of consciousness whatsoever, you know, where they could actually speak, which is kind of weird. You know, people people talk about, you know, the remake of Dawn of the Dead being the first fast zombies movie. Return of the Living Dead, they were hauling ass. That was a fast zombie movie. I love that scene, though. Like, if people do complain about a sentient zombie as far as being able to answer questions, I really enjoy that zombie explaining why they have to eat brains. Yeah. Yeah. That was the first kind of even pseudo explanation. And then there's a the fun scene where uh, the paramedics show up and they eat all the paramedics and the one zombie gets on the walkie talkie and he's like, you know, send more paramedics. You know, that's, I don't know. It's just fun. It's fun to me. I would love it if I can find one, a good one answer. Cause like whenever I go to, uh, whenever I go to spooky cons, like Midsummer Scream, people are going to ask that question it's a it's a given question that's going to happen and i just Ooh. i can't answer it because then i get into a whole conversation about <laughs> some of my favorites and i'm like oh nope i can't i can't i don't ha- i can't pick one no, no um for example uh one question i always think about well one movie i always think about is uh the haunting the 90s haunting that was in the 90s right yeah or mm-hmm. 90s early 2000s early 2000s yeah, yeah. the early remake one 2000s <laughs> That's the one with uh, Liam Neeson. Yeah. Yeah. I I absolutely love that film. I don't necessarily think it's a good film, but I, yeah, you're shaking your head. Mac shaking her head. Like, of course. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love it, but it's 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 not good. CGI ghosts. (laughs) Late, yeah. Um, and so that brings me to the question that I want to ask everyone is uh, let's see, I had it, I had the question ready. Okay, cool. Uh, what horror film do you feel guilty for enjoying? And I feel like that's a really tricky question to ask because I don't feel like you should feel guilty for enjoying a movie or any movie, any right. kind of artistic content. If you enjoy it, you enjoy it. But I do have a, a tinge of guilt when I say I love The Haunting because a lot of people don't. 
All right. My answer for that question in the past would have been uh, killer clowns from outer space, mainly because in my experience, you know, you know, growing up, most people hadn't heard of that movie or, you know, thought it was B-movie schlock garbage. I love that movie. It feels like recently there's been a resurgence of popularity. I mean, there's a at Halloween Horror Nights right now, there's a whole maze for it. You know, there's there's they're doing the orchestration at the Hollywood Bowl. There's, you know, it's it's all over the place right now. So I can't really use that one anymore. Um, my guilty movie would be any of the in space movies. You know, when when a franchise gets to the end of their run and they're like, okay, we're just gonna put you in space. It's kind of <laughs> stupid because obviously there's not going to be space travel for hundreds of years. So if 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 that villain is still around, it kind of negates any movie that comes out between now and then because you know they're still going to be around 300 years in the future. But uh, you know, uh, Jason X is one of my favorite mm-hmm. Friday the Thirteenth movies because I love Kane Hodder. Uh, Hellraiser Bloodlines is in space. I like that one just for the 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 backstory for creating the the box uh leprechaun in space you know i i i would actually really like to see a nightmare on elm street in space i think that could be really really fun like on the international space station or something like that but yeah mine is going to be that little group of in space sequels i like uh no okay so <laughs> i don't like the in space movies but i love space <laughs> movies so if they can figure out a way to really appeal to me because like I, when, whenever it's in space or in the submarine i'm already a little on edge because now you're stuck claustrophobia yeah and i i'm not claustrophobic but i love the feeling because i don't feel nervous i don't feel scared but i just really enjoy the like a plot where everyone's trapped mm-hmm. yeah, you can't get away from it. like alien mm-hmm. like the 1979 alien that's oh, one of the yeah. very first like you can't there's nowhere to go Alien, Descent, Hunt for Red October, Commies in, on, uh, Under the Sea. No. Event Horizon. What about Sphere? Sphere? <laughs> oh, Sphere. Sphere. Oh, yeah. That was a good yes. one. Yes. Sphere's the one with the uh, the octopus scene, right? Uh, yes, I believe so. No. Sphere's the one with Dustin Hoffman and Samuel L. Jackson, and they're stuck underwater. And yeah, but they're reading... They're reading 10,000 Leagues on Their Sea. Yes, and yes. And everything reading, that they're thinking and dreaming, everything they're dreaming is coming true. Yeah, that's exactly that one. Uh, Zach, how about you? What's your embarrassing or guilty pleasure as far as spooky movies? <clears throat> I wouldn't say it's embarrassing necessarily. I mean, uh, The Last Scream, I don't know if, how everyone kind of felt about that one. I do like them. I don't know if it's just like a nostalgic thing or if it's like, you know, that you know i do like them but maybe like i also like critters <laughs> not necessarily like <laughs> crazy horror but that's those would probably be my <laughs> my my, my pegs <laughs> i i don't want to say it's nostalgia why your love of scream because scream will always have me as a customer yeah i'm i'm addicted to that plot and it's really it's that's that's definitely an embarrassing one mm-hmm. because i didn't the the most recent one was not that good but i don't care I just want to watch more. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Same. <laughs> Same. <laughs> so has everyone seen Scream? Yeah. I haven't seen the, the most recent one, though. But Not I don't the care most about recent spoilers. One, no. I'm good. Okay. I don't know if I should spoil. I think I could. No, it's not. <laughs> nope. You want... Never mind. I don't want to spoil plot, but there's a reoccurring thing <laughs> through uh, mm-hmm. two separate movies, and I want to see it go on, but. I'm going to try to be vague, I guess. No one, no one knows what the hell I'm talking about. That's okay. <laughs> I don't even know where I am, so, uh, you know. <laughs> uh, so I totally understand your love of Scream. I even watched a series, the MTV series, and it's silly as shit, but... <laughs> I, love, I love that franchise. Every time I hear uh, the song, uh, was it, The Red Right Hand? I yes. think of Hellboy and Scream. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Ella, what's what's your what do you got for embarrassing? Okay, so for those who know me, uh, especially growing up, uh, my biggest fear was Chucky because when I was younger, Bride of Chucky came out and the dolls were everywhere, and it just Mm -hmm. it terrified me. Um, I didn't even know until like 
a few years ago, well, like within the last 10 years, I found out about Seed of Chucky. And I started (laughs) watching clips of that on YouTube and seeing that and learning that the voice of Glenn slash Glendo is Billy Boyd, who is Pippin from Lord of the Rings. Like that got me sort of like looking at Chucky in a different way because it's so silly. And knowing that it's the least favorite movie in the franchise, um, I it's it's what got me more like starting to work on on conquering my fear of Chucky. And so I've seen most of it and I watched the TV show. And so I've actually become a huge fan of Chucky now. And I even I was at an oddities expo yesterday and they were selling Chucky and Tiffany dolls. And I, I wanted to get the Tiffany doll so bad because it was specifically <laughs> the seed of Chucky version of the Tiffany doll, which in my opinion is the best looking of all of the Tiffany dolls that I've seen. I like and Chucky too. Like I really like their designs in that movie out of everything else mm. I've seen. So that is a delightful 180, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I I did not know that the I did not he's Pippin, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I did Blade. not know that he was a voice of uh, the kid. Huh. <clears throat> yeah. So got, Glenn, Glenn slash Glenda. Glenn slash Glenda. Mm-hmm. So you got two <laughs> you got two Lord of Rings folks in the Chucky series, right? Or is there more? Is there more that I don't know about? Wait, who's the, uh, well, yeah, who's the other Brad one? Dorif. Dorif is Dream of Worm Time. That's right. That's right. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. I'm sure if you dug deeper, there's there's more. There's, oh, there's probably is. That is also, if I may say, the series that I think in horror that has the most fucking continuity that I have ever seen because this television show is like, here, it's just a continuation of the movies. Every mm-hmm. movie builds, even to the crappy ones. It's a tight mythology that they've built out and continue to build out. And I think that's wild. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know any other franchise that is so addicted, to, like so good at their continuity. It's ridiculous. Because even uh, what was it? Uh, the the I don't want remake or the reboot that they the the thing that they tried to oh, make it reboot, yeah. but, but then you didn't like it. <laughs> no, the reboot was horrible. No, but I'm I'm not talking about the actual reboot. I'm talking about the one that they that was still in the franchise when uh oh. when uh when we saw Chucky, he didn't have his whole scarred face. But in the attic, they took off the scars. Oh, yeah. Curse they of did, Chucky. Uh, Curse, Curse of Chucky. Curse. And then they had Cult of Chucky after that one. Yeah, those were still in the same. Mm. And I love that because I thought it was going to be like an actual hardcore reboot. But then she started, she saw the face and was taken off the prosthetics. And I was like, holy shit, this is still the same franchise. <laughs> oh. I'm glad that the show, like, I, I haven't gotten around to see the show because the show wasn't conveniently streaming for me. But I really want to because I have not heard anyone say anything negative. No, it's it really is good. so good, it's really and good. it's weirdly woke for being Chucky. It is. It's really good. <laughs> like, like they're like really inclusive in this fucking show. I was really impressed. I'm like, okay, what? How is the show about a killer doll more like on par with where we are going as a society than a lot of other shows out there right now? Oh, yeah. It's, like, it's uh, yeah, the, main char- the main character is gay and Chucky at one point literally sits him down and says, look, my kid is trans, you know, and has this whole conversation with him about how it's OK. And yeah, this, is a, this is a slasher movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I love that line. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It says gender fluid. Yep. <laughs> I froze. For yeah, I, I'm excited to see. I mean, as uh, no, no, I just want to let everyone know that I froze for a second. I was really panicking for her, that it was going to crash. Oh. So, and you <laughs> know that that might happen. But, it, Zach, feel free to continue with checking. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was just going to say the, um, it, as a side note kind of thing, the um, Megan, the, the movie that's coming out soon, um, absolutely amazing. It looks absolutely amazing. And the the tweets back and forth between Megan and Chucky are like absolutely hilarious. Like if anyone's seen, seen those, those read those. I haven't yeah. seen those. I haven't yeah. seen that. I've <laughs> seen the trailer for Megan, but I did not know that. I need to. Where where have those been posted? Those tweets. Oh my god, that sounds funny. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah, it's on Twitter, I believe, and you can look at. I mean, there's. I think Buzzfeed has an article out that has like them kind of like 
going back and forth with each other about like it's it's really funny but the dancing and megan um and the memes between that are like absolutely like amazing <laughs> oh I, my gosh i didn't know how unsettling it would be to see someone dance with such a straight face <laughs> <laughs> yes and yeah it's crazy when she gallops in the forest that's delightfully yes. terrifying Yes. I, yes, I agree. <laughs> I'm looking forward to checking out the Twitter because I didn't know I did not know that Chucky and Megan. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I'm looking at it now. It's really funny. <laughs> <That's good>. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's uh, so I, I want to get to Max' uh, embarrassing horror film, but I also want to mention that it's so weird because like Chucky. I, I haven't seen the show, but you're all telling me that the continuity is still pretty solid as far oh, as the yeah, show. Totally. Oh, 100%. yeah, totally. It's 100% uh, continuity. Ash vs. Evil Dead has never cared about the continuity in any of the sequels of any in any of the franchise. And then the show even was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just uh, keep telling the story. And they don't. It's, it's weird because there is a guideline of a plot, but every now and then they're like, ah, fuck it. Don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Mac, what's your embarrassing spooky movie? So I don't get embarrassed or guilty about shit anymore because if I like it, I like it. However, the one I probably get the most shit about that I absolutely fucking love is Dracula 2000. I love that movie. I think Dracula 2000 is baller. I like the lines. I like the story. I like the whole he's Judas Judas Iscariot. And so this is why he has all of these these vampire rules in it. I I just enjoy the shit out of that movie. Like, you know, the the line where the, the guy's got a um uh Johnny Miller's got a cross and the vampire's like, sorry kid, I'm an atheist. And he pushes a button and a like blade pops out of the bottom of the thing. He says, Well, God loves you anyway, and then stabs him. And I'm just <laughs> like, Yes, more of this forever. I try to show that <laughs> film to friends and a lot of people give me shit for loving that film. The Judas origin is fun. Yeah, I love great. it. Enjoy that. I love it. I do I, have to there's also nothing say I hate about that movie. I love the whole thing. That uh, Gerard Butler makes a very sexy Dracula. Oh my God, he's so hot. That was the first <laughs> thing I ever saw him in. I that was, was the like, first thing I ever saw him in too. Who is this magic <laughs> vampire man? Tell me more. And all the performances <laughs> are just a lot of fun. Because like, there's this one... There's one scene where they first, when uh, Van Helsing and his, you know, sidekick uh, go to the auditorium to meet the vampires. Wait, I, I want to make sure. Ella, have you seen it? Because I don't want to spoil shit. No, but you can say it because it's fine. It's, it's okay. Now. It's too okay. late. Keep going. I just realized I'm that gonna we watch just it after this now. Judas, There's so like, much oh, to shit. enjoy about it that it's hard to ruin it without. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm still going to be able to enjoy it. I'm literally going to watch it right after this, I think. You it should. Sounds it's awesome. really good. It's yeah. really good. But they have, and it's very, it's 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 very much a movie of their time because you, it's a Virgin Megastore is where she works, and I'm like, aw. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, blockbuster. A, yeah, there's there's block, <laughs> there's a transparent phone. I'm like, aw. <laughs> um, vitamin C, and that was like, like her hype. Uh, vitamin C is in it too. It's 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 definitely a, of its time. Um. But one of my favorite moments is when, because like I, I'm, I'm really on a really well delivered lines, like really, and like you said, as far as the, sorry, I'm an atheist. That's a fun one. Uh, the other fun one I really like is when they go to the auditorium and they go to see the vampires, and when she shows up to uh, meet up with the sidekick, she just casually says hi, and attacks him, and I love that hi. It's just a very like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's just, there's so many good lines in that movie. It's just, it's fun. Like if you're, if you take it too seriously, I could see people being kind of met about it, but it's, Mm -hmm. you just have to have fun with it and think of it as a Dracula action movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that that came out like during a resurgence of of vampire movies. There was a bunch of them that came out in a span of like two or three years. And that one was definitely a standout. That one in uh, John Carpenter's Vampires. Mm. I like that one too. (laughs) Just because it's John Carpenter. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I put Dracula 2000 on my list of, uh, especially vampire movies, but also zombie. Um, 
in the early 2000s, there had to be a bunch of horror films that were that had way too much technology and they were all blue. And what I put on that list <laughs> is uh, Dracula 2000, the Underworld series, and uh, Resident Evil. They Resident all Evil. overly te- over tech, like <laughs> just nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> and Dracula 2000, the over tech, I think, is just mainly the, the vault that he's in. Yeah, it's really not yeah. too blue for a lot of it, which is good. It's actually filmed pretty well, I think. But there's a lot of blue. <laughs> yeah, it's nighttime. <laughs> it's dark. Uh, I'm looking forward <laughs> to Ella watching this because uh, it's it's not a scary. It, it has some jump, good jump scares in Dragon 2000, but it's definitely sexier than scary if i if i think i think oh, it's, it's very like, atmospheric it's all in the atmosphere yeah. like like when all the when, like when all the vampires just kind of come up out of the dirt and they're all just making their trek towards town it's just it's just very well shot it's very well shot what, what were you gonna say zach no 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 i, I agree i totally agree same yeah <laughs> i'm i love vampire movies that is a franchise that that's a genre that will always I'll always thoroughly enjoy. Um, even if it's a, not that good of a plot, I'll still get a kick out of it. Um, the Fright Fright Night remake. It's, uh, oh, it's I generally fun. don't like remakes, but that's still a really fun yeah, it's not movie. Bad. Yeah, it's not bad. I like um, that it's a remake without trying to be yeah. like a remake, shot for shot remake. It's it it's its own thing. Yeah, it's more like a reimagining. They take you know they take yeah. the basic storyline, the basic idea. And they just completely do something a little bit different with it. That's I I kind of give yeah. them props for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you all seen Day Shift? Oh, it's on oh, my list. My yeah. wife will not let me watch it without her, and she hasn't sat down to watch it with me yet. So no. That one's a really fun movie. <laughs> the the kills are absurd. So I saw the very first yeah. scene. I started watching it, and I got yelled at, and had to turn it off. But I did see uh-huh. the very first scene. <laughs> Um, just know that it's the, the, the fight scenes are absurd and just thoroughly enjoyable. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm hoping for a, a next one, fingers crossed, but it's really, it's really well done. Really well done. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, um, I don't know if anyone's called uh, Interview with a Vampire. The oh, reboot the I mean, it's on my list. It's on my list. I want to watch it so bad. It looks so good. Yeah, it's really, really good. Really, really good. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. And that one's on AMC, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll watch it eventually. I, it looks good, and I, that's another series that uh, I haven't heard anything bad. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, Hulu, I don't know if you have Hulu, but I, I think that's how we watch it. I think it's like, you know, AMC through Hulu, I believe, I want to say. I might have to do a trial version to see if I can watch it. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. I'm waiting till the whole series <laughs> airs, and then I'm going to do like the seven-day free trial, and I'm just going to binge the crap out of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Day Shift is a fun vampire movie on Netflix, and it's really, I, I, I got to I want everyone to know how fun it is. Um, but then I saw Netflix suggested this other movie that I haven't really heard about where the dude is a uh, driver, like, uh, um, I'm trying to remember what it's called, but these two vampire women uh, are paying this driver to drive around town and as they just have a buffet of people and he catches, <laughs> he catches them, he sees them in the act and... Uh, um, I think he's like, uh, they're like, are you cool with this? And he's like, I, I don't even, I can't remember the trailer to see why he agreed to just drive him around. I don't know if it's money or threat of death. I'm not sure, but it looks pretty badass. I'm down. <laughs> yeah. Was he the name of the doing movie. a job for his cousin or something like that? Or am I mixing up shows? It was like what his was cousin that? couldn't do the job. Was it like his cousin couldn't do the job or something? And then like he go. decided to pick up the yeah, I think that's sounds familiar. <laughs> Andrew's hooking us up with the name of the movie. It's yeah, Night I saw Night Tea. Okay. Um, I oh, okay. 
like I said, I'm always down for any vampire movies. Uh, it's it's one of those friends, and it's weird because like zombie movies, a lot of times can I don't want to say they get boring, but I I've seen a plenty of zombie movies, and I watch them. But vampire movies, I feel like they can always tweak the story. All they need to do is a blood sucking vampire in any <clears throat> area, and it's a fun story. Ooh. I haven't watched a I've I've heard some good things of the new uh let the right one in or let me in i think it's let the right one in. It's just, oh you don't like no, it no I, I didn't like yeah, i didn't like the, the remake name. at all it changed it was it's let the right one in is the original let me in is the remake and i think it misses the point of the original entirely even in just how they renamed it it just yeah. watch the original one if you're gonna watch one I, agree. I was mainly talking about the series, the new series. Oh, there's a series. Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, was a series. I didn't know that. Exactly. <laughs> it's not a good sign. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> Unless maybe the fr- maybe that movie is uh, not as popular because, like, I feel like Chucky is. Everyone knows Chucky, so that series will be famous. This one, the movies are not so well known, so maybe that's yeah. why the show is not being as popular hard to tell because sometimes it's also just the show isn't any good either <laughs> agreed <laughs> um i it's it's weird because like uh i i always think about uh what's his name um i'm trying to blink i'm blinking out his name but he's the he's prince humperdinck oh yeah chris chris Sarandon. thank yeah. you he's also he's also jack skellington exactly mm-hmm. But I feel like Prince Hubbard, because like I feel like a lot of times when I say Prince Hubbardink, they don't know that he's Jack Skeleton. But what I really love is watching Fright Night and Chucky and be like, dude, this man, this guy yeah. in the 80s. Like, right? We, yeah. we, wouldn't have the Chucky, we wouldn't have the Chucky series if it wasn't for that cop shooting him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do... Uh, What's another vampire movie that I just... Because like Netflix has a lot of vampire movies. Because I think there's vampires in the Bronx. There's so Yeah, much. there's vampire in the Bronx. And there's the old one with Eddie Murphy, the vampire in Brooklyn, which was kind of a comedy. Uh, oh, right. I actually like... I like Near Dark. Near Dark is a really good, really good vampire movie for me. With Lance Henriksen and Bill Paxton. Yeah, that one's not too bad. It's, it's Yeah, it's kind of like a... Kind of like in the desert western almost type biker vampire movie thank you i've not heard about this. oh yeah there's a scene where they they're they're in a bar and uh they like lock everybody in and they just pretty much slaughter everyone in the entire place it's it's pretty it's pretty great i got a weird one for you if you like vampire movies have you seen sundown no it has bruce campbell in it as like a van helsing character <laughs> really yeah and um oh i'm blanking on the other actor's name he's he was very well known, uh, but apparently not well known enough for my brain to remember. Um, but it's a it's a horror comedy. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous. Kind of weirdly low budget horror vampire movie. Highly recommend if you want like just a weird fucking comedy vampire movie to watch. I'm down for anything with Bruce Campbell in it, as no matter how obscure, really. Honestly, that's the big. That's a huge selling point for me. Whenever I see, yeah, yeah me too. Match, I'm like, all right. Uh, have we all watched uh, uh, Into the Multiverse or Doctor Strange Multiverse? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Ella has a, is shaking her head. All right, fine. I won't talk I'm... about my favorite. When scene she does this, it means no, I haven't seen it. I told you I'm new to horror, but also like I'm really behind on Marvel, so that's why. That's fine. It's just that Multiverse of Madness is very much a Sam Raimi film. Oh, 100%. I heard a lot of people insulting it, and I'm like, it's one of my favorite Marvel films now. (laughs) Well, especially if you're a Sam Raimi fan. If you like the Raimi Spider-Man movies, or even just Sam Raimi in general. You know, if if it's a Sam Raimi movie, Bruce Campbell's pretty much going to be in it, as well as his ugly yellow car. Which is in that movie if you look closely enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When when I saw Drag Me to Hell in theaters with a friend who was not familiar with Sam Raimi, they're like, we were coming out, and he's like, I don't know what that was. It was not. 
it was not as scary as I wanted it. And it was really goofy. I'm like, yeah, that's the Sam Raimi that's film. Sam Raimi movie. <laughs> Uh, have you seen the the creep show series on Shutter? No. There is an episode. There's an episode of that that has Sam Raimi in it and the ne- Necronomicon and Deadites and everything. It's a whole like Sam Raimi episode of Creep Show. Uh, Ella, you need to watch Multiverse Madness because it's really, really it's it's absurdly fun. I will. I promise I will. Uh, what is the newest horror film that has been added to your October must-watch list? The okay. new Hellraiser. Oh, so- I really like the new Hellraiser. So I want to. I want. I do want to talk about that. <laughs> like the first, Like I, the beginning was very drawn out for me. Like not the first scene, but when we were first getting to know the characters that were going to be involved in this plot, I was, I was pretty bored. Really. Yeah, but then then once it gets good, it gets really good. I really enjoyed the rest of that film. I, I enjoyed the shit out of it. I thought that it was... I liked that it was a little easier to follow than some of the OG film continuity. And it was fun. I liked that there was a big commitment to a lot of practical effects. Yeah. Uh, that was a huge point for me. I liked the fact that it was in the universe, but it wasn't a remake. Mm-hmm. Uh I just, I was really impressed with it. I did not expect to enjoy it nearly as much as I did. I, I really like that they addressed some of the other uh, configurations of the box rather than oh, just yeah. the lament configuration, which is one everyone's familiar with. It's just the lament configuration because that's the only one they ever really talked about. This one, you know, literally goes through all of them. And I, I really appreciated that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a good point. Oh, go on, Ellen. That's really good to hear. So I, I'm not a Hellraiser fan, but my dad is. And so I, I haven't seen the films, but I did watch all of the kill counts on Dead Meat on YouTube with my dad. And my dad has seen, I believe, all of the movies. And, but he hasn't seen this new one yet. So I'm really excited to tell him, like, hey, you should watch this. So that's yeah. really, I'm happy to hear that, like, it's really very well liked right now. So. But Joe, that's a really good point. Because I feel like this one really uh, expanded the lore more yeah, than the yeah. other films. Because the other films were more about just blood and gore. And this one really was a lot of fun learning more about the box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I didn't even think about that. I like That was and a big I, part of it for me was the different configurations and going through it. And what what those actually meant Yeah. in now terms of what the Cenobites believe. Yeah, they're actually telling you you know, you're always told, you know, when you solve the box, it's either going to be pleasure or pain. Well, now they're telling you, you have these options based on this configuration, this configuration, this configuration. You can, you can want power. You can want love. You can want, you know, XXX, this, this, this. I don't want to give anything away, but I really, I really like that. that it, it goes more into what your reward actually is because it never really says what your reward is. Everybody just dies. That's a good point. That might, that might actually... <laughs> Uh, that might actually make me like the movie even more. I didn't really think about it. <laughs> um, who else has a good new horror film that they want to add to their must-watch list? Oh, I'll go, but I don't really have much of an answer because I haven't seen any really, really good horror movies lately. Um, I really wanted to like Halloween Ends, but I didn't. Um, honestly, I think... I'm not going to talk about it because I know a lot of people haven't seen it yet. But after watching Halloween ends, I think a new movie for me for Halloween season is going to be Halloween Kills, which when I saw it, I wasn't the biggest fan of Halloween Kills. But after seeing Halloween ends, I really like Halloween Kills, if that makes sense. And I kind of feel like like the last 20 minutes of Halloween ends should have been added to the end of Halloween Kills and it should have been done. Yeah, that's that's my opinion. That would have been. That would have been how I think the series should have should have ended. But yeah, Halloween Kills for me is now going to, and I, I do that version. I cosplay that version, the Halloween Kills version. And uh, yeah, that's that's the newest movie I've seen that I I would watch every Halloween because it's it's a Halloween. Halloween Ends doesn't feel like a Halloween movie. There's no pumpkins in it. There's no trick or treating. It's just. <laughs> I saw I saw that you and Mac also were Disney Halloween uh, Ends on Facebook, and I feel like a. 
it's weird because like I think we all have groups of friends on Facebook or social media that if they say a movie's good, you're like, I don't really trust your judgment. And but then when <laughs> someone, when when certain people like you and Mac, I know you are big horror lovers, and I take your opinion very seriously when it comes to a a, a, a movie that comes out. So uh, Halloween ends to me, without getting into it too much, feels like if if you could have removed. Laurie Strode and Michael Myers from the movie, it would have been a really decent slasher movie. It had a really good plot about how this town, you know, turns this guy who's innocent by hating him into evil. I I really like that whole storyline. I just don't think it fit Mm -hmm. Halloween. Yeah. Uh, Zach, you have a new movie? Um, I, I just want to say, yeah, I saw it on Friday night, um, and I, I feel like it was like a, kind of like a love letter, you know, from Lori to, you know, her fans at the end, you know, that kind of thing. But no, I agree totally with what you're, what you're saying, Joe. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, but my, um, mine would probably be, I really enjoyed, uh, Midnight Mass. I don't know if anyone saw that. Oh, um, I haven't in, finished um, it. It's on the list. It's like one of the first things I'm going to watch. Yeah, I like the, I, I like the way it kind of like played out. And that's kind of like our new thing to watch now. <laughs> I, I love Mid- Midnight Mass. Um, it's weird because I didn't even... Someone's laughing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I love Midnight Mass. Uh, I did not know it was done by the same fo- the same guy who did uh, uh, Haunting and uh, Blind Manor. I did not know it was in that same vein. And <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I did not know it was the same the same production company. But when I found it out, I was like, now I need to watch it. And I just love those shows, and I'm looking forward to. Continuing with, uh, was it The Midnight Club? Yeah, that one I've been hearing about. I've been hearing really mixed stuff, Ooh. but it's <laughs> the same guy. I haven't I haven't continued yeah. because the show is about sick kids, and that's just not a fun subject. Ooh. Ooh. It's, um, it's, it has its moments of, I don't know. I, I I was wanting more out of it. I we have like a few more episodes left of it. I I kind of wanted more out of it, but the acting's kind of like mm, not not the best for me. Um, but I do like the storyline that they're kind of like going down. But yeah, it wasn't really the not really the strongest for me. But and it kind of has a um, if, are you afraid of the dark? Kind of like the Midnight Society kind of vibe <laughs> when they kind of get together. That's that's kind of what it reminds me of. I can totally see that. I just mm-hmm. every time I get into another episode and they talk about being sick, and I'm like, ah, oh, damn it, it's, <laughs> not, it's not fun. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, Ella, did you mention a new one? No, but I have a bunch of recommendations for new ones that maybe I'll be able to answer in the future. But for now, no, I don't have anything new. Uh, the new one that is added on my list, and I've watched it multiple times and will watch it multiple times, is uh, Werewolf by Night. Oh, yeah. That was, Ooh, that's a good no, one. I did watch that. That I really liked. Okay, well, the, I liked some of it. I like some of it? Okay. I haven't gotten to see it yet. I right, don't so no like... Okay, obviously there's a werewolf in it. I don't like the design of the werewolf. But the design is very, very comic accurate. Yeah, is it, does is it, it look really? like Jack Russell? It's, it's very comic accurate. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's interesting to know. Okay, good to know, because I've, I haven't seen the comic, so I'll have to look at, at that, because when I saw when he finally is a werewolf in it, I was just like, okay, I've, 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 I, like, I really like werewolves, and I'm very specific about the kind of werewolf design that I like, so it just didn't align with like the kind of stuff that I really enjoy. Not that it was bad, it just was like, knowing that this was a Marvel thing, I thought it was going to be more just, I don't know. I thought it was going to be different. So that's good to know that it's, it's comic accurate. I'll have to look at the comic. Um, but yeah, that's I, but I did enjoy it. I did. I watched it like not too long ago and I, and I enjoyed it. I want to, I, I'm definitely going to rewatch it because I, I like the style of it. I like the tone. 
Um, I like the way it was shot. I like the actors that are in it. Like, I thought it was really interesting. It's it's on my must watch list again and again because I feel like it was very over the top, but in the exact way I always want it to be. <laughs> because uh, the the matriarch, the widow, I forget her name, uh, but Bloodstone, Wid Widow Bloodstone. Uh, yeah. I need to see more of her work because her she had such a uh, 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 she, she had a voice that was just she could make anything sound creepy and even when she's like talking to the, the werewolf and she goes she does a, like a mm, when she does that it just sounds creepy <laughs> and she she's she's manic she's grieving she's mournful but she's also very sadistic it's just a lot of fun i and uh, the way that they were able to change the Marvel theme to be a, a an old fashioned horror film is just oh yeah, I loved it. Did that you even cool. notice that they have cigarette burns between where there would be reels? I I can never not notice that. I worked at a movie yeah, theater, so right <laughs> okay. when it showed up, because when when I worked in the movie theater, uh, we had to know like if there was a if there was a wrong splice, we had to know which reel it was on, so that we could find it and fix it. So I will never not be able to see the mark on the in the corner. I I love that added touch because that they didn't have to do that, but it it's nice that it's there. So these are not spoilers for Mac because Mac, you said that you haven't seen it. Yeah, well, and I'm a werewolf fanatic, and I wanted to, but a certain someone in my life decided that I was going to watch it with them, and so I've been waiting, and it's like time's running out before I just watch it by myself. <laughs> Man, it's awesome being single because Mac, you've got a, a werewolf movie that you can't watch, and Joe's got a vampire movie you can't watch. <laughs> I wouldn't say can't so much as being polite. It's it's polite <laughs> because that only goes I, I, so I, do, far. I do what I want. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's being it's be it's a courtesy. It's a courtesy. It's a good thing to save a movie with a certain crowd with a certain audience. That we we've all got people in our lives where you know we want to watch that thing with them and life gets in the way <laughs> life doesn't find a way life gets in the way gets in the way <laughs> um i will never like i'll i will make fun of people who can't watch a movie well not i don't want to say can't it's not can't it's i love you're you're saving the movie for the right audience but uh i can watch i i don't have self-control so when a movie comes out that i'm worried about being spoiled i'm like guess i'm watching this till the sun comes up i need yeah. to watch this now <laughs> yeah um if you were going to base it like i love going to theme parks during halloween uh my go-to is not <clears throat> scary farm because i feel not scary farm is very it's not low budget but definitely doesn't feel like a high budget thing either. It doesn't. It, there's right. there's a lot of a lot of recklessness that I really enjoy. Um, it rides the line real nice, right? And uh, I don't know if everyone has been at the opening of Not Scary Farm, and I'm really I'm worried about saying this on a podcast because I don't want I don't want any fire. <laughs> I I don't want the authorities to stop it because it does seem very dangerous. <laughs> but at the opening of Not Scary Farm, they like they let the line go. They let all the people go in. And when they let people go in, the fog machines blow in and the monsters are coming at you. And that was the most that was that was, that felt like the most like you've seen a lot of war movies where like Lord of the Rings, where the elves and the monsters like clash. That's what Not Scary Farm feels like when it opens up. And I was just like, this feels very dangerous. I can't see anyone in this fog. Holy shit. But from from what I've seen, the fog at, at Knott's is intense. It's like I've all I haven't been yet. I've been wanting to go. I just haven't been yet. But all the videos I've seen, they can't you can't see shit going through that. So I'm always Ooh. like, that's gonna be the most terrifying thing is just the scare zones and not being able to see someone coming at you. Like, ugh. Um what is if you were able to design one of the scary mazes at any theme park uh and you were gonna base it off of a movie what movie would you pick I have, okay i'll let an answer I, I have an answer and it's a weird obscure one so that's why i'm excited to say it so one of my favorite movies just of all time is reefer madness the musical and <laughs> <laughs> And I like it because, like, at first you think, oh, it's just going to be silly. 
And then slowly it, it starts to become more horrifying. And I just think that that would be a really good maze because at first you start out and it's like, oh, it's fun. It's silly. And they're trying to like warn you, but it's, it's, it's very much like, it's very much a farce. It's a, it's, it's, but then as the movie goes on and then it starts to get, it starts to get scary and creepy and just like bad. Um, and I think, I just, I think that lends itself to, to a good maze because it, it, at first you go in feeling like this is fine and then slowly it gets scarier and scarier. So I think that'd be fun. Would you make any part of the maze smell like pot? Uh, dude, the whole maze would smell like pot. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> just hand it out at the beginning? Yep. <laughs> when when you first introduced me to that, because I, I didn't know there was a musical of Reaper Madness, and so I watched it, and uh, it was very strange getting to the song where it's telling uh, Jimmy to uh, pray to Jesus. or L- Listen to Jesus, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah to that chorus was something uh, <laughs> to listen to. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's that's a great song. That's my my dad's favorite song from the musical. <laughs> he always loves that one. Um, but at least that Jesus was sexy, so that was that you know the, the, the chorus was not fun, but seeing Jesus was cool. <laughs> right, very sexy Jesus, very very Vegas Vegas show showgirl Jesus. <laughs> Who else has a maze? I it's hard because the thing that I wanted to be a maze was a maze, and I got I to go through it, way. and it was the best thing in my life which was american werewolf in london at halloween horror nights and everything is in it they had all of the the puppeted um uh werewolves in it they had i mean i went through that thing and they must have probably thought there was something very very wrong with me when i was going through it because like i was sitting there like laughing my ass off and pointing at things and be like it's the thing with the thing and then it's what's the five pointed star on the wall for blah 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 blah. i was just like i was just like having this like happy meltdown but they're probably like please please ma'am ma'am you need to leave dial it down we get it but (laughs) they even had the porno theater like they had everything from the movie it was perfect i'm gonna have to check that out on youtube because i didn't know they had one it was excellent and that was it was everything i wanted and more it looked really good i saw the videos for it and i do i have seen that movie haha um and i really like it so it it was really cool to watch the 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 walkthrough videos of it so yeah and joe you said that someone also already made a major yeah i had the same issue uh what i was gonna suggest for a maze has also already been done which i i guess that's probably why i in my it was so perfect was going to be a house of a thousand corpses because the movie itself is like a carnival ride i mean it, it you know it has all the elements uh but Halloween Horror Nights did it in 2019. Um, I actually think that what we were talking about earlier, I think Hellraiser would be a pretty good Ooh. maze at a theme Ooh. park just because there's there's a potential for a lot of jump scares, really atmospheric, you know, chains hanging everywhere. I, I really think that could be super, super creepy. That would be awesome. Ooh, it'd be neat if they did stuff like in the new movie where like walls move and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'd be really, really cool. That was such a cool touch that I didn't expect from this movie. Like that was one of my favorite parts about that movie was when the Cenobites showed up. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah really kind of like in Hellraiser 2 when just pretty much any wall anywhere can just open and there you are. Um, well, <laughs> while I, I did enjoy this new one, Hellraiser 3 is still my favorite because when <laughs> Pinhead shows up at the top of the stairs and said, shall we begin? is still one of my favorite entrances of any monster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zach, do you have a horror movie that you'd like to be amazed? Yeah, I think... Um, so I used to live out in Las Vegas, for those who don't know, for like a really long time. <clears throat> and I'd probably say uh, Army of the Dead, if anyone's seen that. Um, yeah. That would be kind of a cool, you know set up i would think yeah that, i really really like that movie really that one really got to me <laughs> that one was a lot of fun i think six flags is doing the yeah. vr army of the dead right now or at least i was going to be didn't you say oh. that maybe? that six flags was doing the army of the dead vr thing yeah yeah 
Yeah, when the movie first came oh. out, the they were doing like the whole VR Army of the Dead thing, and the movie didn't really get big, so they kind of just nixed it. But I think it's moving to uh, Six Flags. Oh, neat! That's cool. That's neat to know. That's no, thank you. <laughs> I do like, I do like uh, the performances from Army of uh, Army of the Dead. That was a lot of fun. It was, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a silly plot, but I really enjoy the performances where it's just a fun, silly movie to put on in the background. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, while I'm black and white in the Zoom, uh, I do want to mention that uh, my I've always wanted a good black and white maze. Like go all go throughout it, go 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 the whole nine yards where all the characters are black and white, all the backgrounds are in black and white. Because I always love it when a cosplayer does black and white because it just is very strange to see when they do it right. Mm-hmm. It's very strange to see folks without color just walking past. I'm like, ah, my brain. <laughs> 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 and I feel like if they did it where uh, where a horror, like, okay, so I mentioned this on a previous episode of the podcast where uh, me and Josh were talking about how Universal in Florida is having their um their universal monsters land theme park area so if if they're able to make a ride black and white i that will be insane i'm i hope that that happens ella yes so jimmy have you seen the uh for knots this year have you seen a a walkthrough of or or, or, did you go this year or not yet so grimoire they're one of their uh their newest maze from this year there is a section where it's like you go back in time and it's black and white and the actors are in black and white, like their makeup and their clothing is in black and white. So, All right, well, there you go. Uh... <laughs> so, but it's only one part of it. It's not the whole maze. It's just one section. But so it does exist. But to have a whole maze be dedicated to that would be really cool. I think that'd be really neat. Well, there's a maze knots that uh, I think I mentioned this before on the podcast, but uh, there's a, there's one maze. I think it's gone now, but they had a, a hallway that was inflatable, and so yes. it became very black. And then once you exit on the other side, you are back in time. And there's this really creepy receptionist that hits the bell on her desk, and you hear like, like really old like 1940s music, and it felt like a really good cutscene. And I was like, ah, this is like I. I like Universal, but I feel like there's a level of creativity in Knots that I just don't see anywhere else. I think it was called Paranormal Inc. Yes. Because it was there for a really long time. And that scene was particularly shocking, especially because since you come through that hallway, you have to come single file. So if you walk out and there's nobody in front of you, you're just like, where the hell am I? What just happened? (laughs) Very disorienting. Did you go to that maze when it was dangerous, when the beginning was dangerous? Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, when you go in that maze, the ghost comes out and the dollies like fly to the wall. Yeah. And when I first, when I first was, when I first went to that maze, when it like first opened, the the uh, no, that's dolly stretchers. Is there stretchers? The the bench. yeah 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Gurneys. Fly to the wall. And what was that? Gurneys. They're gurneys. Gurneys. Thank gurneys. You. I'm just going to throw a bunch of words, the dogs, the bookshelves that I don't know anything. Uh, when you, when it first opened, they really flew to the wall as fast as possible. And I remember seeing that and it was a good jump scare. And I was just like, man, someone's going to get hurt. I'm glad I didn't. Um, and then I went like one of the, before the, before the pandemic, I went in that maze and the, the gurneys were a lot slower and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> That, that makes more sense. That's. <laughs> um, I. I don't even know what black and white film I would want. Like I know I mentioned Abbott and Costello earlier, and I just really love. I love comedies. I I love it when you mix comedy with horror. I think that it blends so well, and I always wanted when uh when they introduced the. When Universal tried to do a dark universe. I was really hoping that it was going to end with like, I don't know. Uh, I, I was hoping for Simon Pegg and Nick Frost to have a meet the monsters movie, but that's not going <laughs> to. Yeah. They that kind was... of abandoned that after the mummy, didn't they? 
Yeah. Well, because like mm-hmm. even what's it, the Dracula Untold wasn't that part of the Dark Universe, and yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. Or the Benicio good. del Toro, the Wolfman. That one actually Which, wasn't so bad. I love that, that movie, good. and I will defend it tooth and nail till I die because I think that there's a lot that's good about it that people just completely shit on. I'm a big fan of the transformation in the uh, the observation area. That one is a lot of fun when he's just like, "I will kill all of you," and like, there's all the scientists like, "Oh, this guy." Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's it's it's that that's a clip that uh, YouTube's algorithm knows I like to watch, and so YouTube's always like, "You want to watch it again?" I'm like, "All right." (laughs) Also, since you like black and white, that movie looks really good in black and white. If you change the setting on your TV and watch it in black and white, it's actually really excellent. I'm definitely going to do that this October. Holy shit. That sounds awesome. That's a really good idea. Oh, no. Um. (laughs) Speaking of black and white, I had another idea for a maze. This would be more in the vein of like, you know how they did a Beetlejuice maze at Universal and how it really wasn't scary. It was just more like fun and nostalgic. Adam's Family. The original Adam's Family TV show. What if they had a maze of that? That, that could be, be fun and silly. Yeah, yeah it was, would be uh, fun and silly, but still black and white the whole time. Yeah, I was also thinking Plan Nine from Outer Space. Just <laughs> go just real a, weird a with it. Complete Edward, like the whole Edward maze. All of them. Just do all of them. Planning, planning, <laughs> just all of them. I feel like Dark Ride at Not Scary Farm is the closest we'll get to like an Edward movie. Because they really embellish the whole horror thing where they have like the the theremin music going on. Because have it, has anyone been on Dark Ride? Yeah, no, but I've I've seen the video of it, so I know of it. Okay, because I feel like the only person who can actually go on Dark Ride the maze. Well, Mac, you said you've been on Dark Ride. Yeah. Okay, good. The, you're okay. talking about the maze, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Just a lot of people live a good distance away, so I don't know. Yeah, no, there. I did Dark Ride. Uh, Dark Ride is cool. The, the whole premise of that is that uh, a Dark Ride they make a dark ride but then the monsters of the dark ride take over and all the supernatural shit that's in the dark ride keeps getting more and more supernatural but the cheesiness of the uh, dark ride is still there where you have really silly music going on throughout the maze and in the big room where it's just a bunch of silliness on steroids is so much fun mm-hmm. the only complaint I, the only complaint i have is that there's clowns but I tell people this that I always go to the clown section in knots because if I'm going to pay the money for a theme park price, I'm going to get scared. I don't want to be bored. <laughs> um, I have a, well, I have a friend are... who's one of those clowns. What was that? I have a friend who's one of those clowns. Which one? Uh, I don't I don't know if they're... Do they have names? I don't know. I just know one of them. They've got names. They've got their own hashtag that I found. Fuck them. Like, no, not fuck them. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, wow. they're Damn, good Jimmy. people. I applaud How do you really their feel? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the clown name, but um, okay. Yeah. I, I've seen a few of them like my stuff on Instagram, and I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are at the 60 minute mark. Uh, I guess the last question I want to ask is, uh, if you were to remake a horror movie as an animated movie, what would you pick? I would really like to see uh, Nightmare on Elm Street as a cartoon. That's Ooh. just, I, 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 you know, I put a lot of thought into it. And I think for me, that's about the only one I would really, really think I could enjoy or would actually uh, want to watch on my own. I know there's some elements in some of the movies, you know, there's comic book, there's a comic book scene, there's a couple of little animated scenes. I think that one could be really good as a cartoon. I feel like that would be amazing if the animation style changed when it got to the dreams. That yeah, that would be perfect. Because Ooh. if the dream suddenly became like more of an Eon Flux animation style, that would be gorgeous. That would be really cool. Yeah. I think. And it's hard because visually it's already so strong, but I feel like it could lend itself to be really interesting depending on the animation style. It's one of my favorites, which is John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah. 
like just mm-hmm. the the yeah. ability to play with the animation there and just um take it in a really fucked up akira sort of direction that's a good comparison because i was trying to think of what the what the uh the monster changing the things what it would look like but akira holy shit that'd be cool like i i would watch that a hundred percent anyone else like uh ella okay uh so my oh, I you're pointing down i don't know who you're pointing I was, down i was to. pointing down because zach's right underneath me so i was like have zach go next but i'll yeah. i uh, i do have a thought <laughs> um my suggestion because i already <laughs> talked about trick-or-treat earlier is um because something that i found out that i didn't know about is that um it was it was inspired by an animated short made by michael doherty in 2004 called season's greetings and that's like the first that's like the debut of sam and it was on i I saw it on tiktok and i watched it and i'm like oh my god i want this like i want more of this style i really liked the style of it um it was still like really creepy and like i think that would be it would be really cool to do more of 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 that of sam in cartoon form i would love to see more of that oh i would i would totally watch that yeah zach Oh, I didn't really have one per se, but I mean, any of the like the universal um, like classic uh, horror movies, I think it would make a really good, you know, series of uh, like an animated series, you know, but I mean, some of them kind of are, but you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, this is not a remake, but one thing I was thinking of is I would love a Spring Hill Jack movie, but if it was animated, that would be really cool. Uh, if you don't know who Spring Hill Jack is, it's a cryptid that was during like the industrial age, yeah. and that would be really cool to see all the smoke coming by and like the the buildings, and it would be really fun to see him. And he was supposed to have like a, I've seen people it, compare the industrial age monster to like the as far as being like your shifts over. That would be the roar of the monster, and that I I don't know. I think that'd be really fun. But as far as remakes are concerned, um, I'm going to say Repo Genetic, the Genetic Rock Opera. As a cartoon, that would be pretty cool. That would be be awesome. That would be so cool. I think that a lot of their, a lot of the flaws, not the flaws, the problems I would have is the budget that they didn't have. But I think as far as if it was animated, it would be so much bigger than what they can get away with. Yeah. For sure. Well, oh, that'd be so, so cool. Oh, what were you saying, Noah? That'd be so cool. I'm just still geeking out about that idea because, like, I love Repo. It's it's so it's like a big part of my life. So to see that, and I mean, like, when you when you see the movie, it's got like the the comic like transitions. So it makes a lot of sense for it to be like an animated thing. So I would, yeah, that'd be awesome. Well, thank you, everyone for joining me to talk about horror movies. I really love it that there were a lot of suggestions that I'm going to add to my Halloween list. And that was the main goal of wanting to have a, <laughs> a roundhouse talk about horror movies because there's stuff that, you know, we're all adults. There's stuff that's going to go through the cracks that we don't know about. And I, I, I love adding movies to my must-watch list. So thank you all for your amazing suggestions and you talk well, thank about you. horror movies. Um, thank you, Jamie. Thank you. And uh, with that, uh, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.